Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you're loving this podcast and are ready to jumpstart your best life ever, my 90-day mindset makeover begins in January 2022. My three-month coaching program is completely virtual, and guess what? Registration is now open. Head over to www.letscreateyourfate.com or my Instagram page at Let's Create Your Fate to apply today. Fake it till you make it. Who has never done this? Ever? Really? Never? All right. Fake confidence. That's what we're going to be talking about, guys. Today is the first part of a three-part series. So we're going to be talking about confidence today. Next week, tune in for overcoming comparison. And then we're going to wrap this up about how to start living your best life ever by feeling your best self ever by talking about body image. So first part of a three-part series, confidence, fake it till you make it, right? That's what we're taught. So go into a scary situation where you're really like, oh, I have no idea what to expect or do. And you exude fake confidence. So I remember whenever I first auditioned to be a cycle instructor and we'll get a kick out of this. But back in 2014, it was L.A. Fitness in the suburbs of Houston. And I had been cycling actually only for a couple of months. I had been a marathon runner before that. I'd injured myself. And to avoid surgery, my physical therapist had said, hey, start spinning. It'll strengthen your knee. And as a runner, you know, typically you despise cyclists. Like, oh, my gosh, uh, cycling, you nose up in the air. But, you know, I grabbed my sister. We went to a cycling class at uh, I think it was actually in LA Fitness in Pittsburgh. And it was like 530 a.m. We had never done this before. We hop on these two bikes. And like right in the middle, we have no idea what we're doing. Too proud to ask for help. And the instructor, I think his name was Randy, and I'll never forget his bright pink visor. He starts asking if anyone is new. And me and my sister, you know, we're looking around and nobody else is raising their hands. So we're like, oh, my God, definitely not going to raise our hands. So Randy keeps asking over and over and eventually like standing right in front of us staring, is anybody new? And we're, you know, thinking, nope, nope, done this a million times. And then we realize we are the only people in the room without water or a towel or those, you know, funny looking spin shoes. Like, what the heck? Uh, What are we about to get ourselves into? And I'm fairly certain Randy knew we were new, but we were going to fake it till we make it, right? And so I ended up loving cycling, clearly. You know, I'm a soul cycle instructor now. But a few months later, I had moved to Texas thinking, okay, I can get paid for this. Like, this is pretty cool. And so I had this audition having no background, never really auditioned for anything before, aside from like some sports, I guess, in high school. But again, I was going to fake it until I make it. And it was the weirdest audition. I'm not going to lie. I didn't actually even get on the bike. I literally BSed my way through the entire audition, literally just talking about what I was going to do or what I would do here. And like, yeah, I would sit them down and then we can push and then we'll get them up out of the saddle and we can do some like push-ups. And I'm literally just painting the picture here. And I'm pretty sure that Sharon, I think her name was, she knew I had no idea what I was talking about, but desperately needed someone to teach at 5 a.m. So I was hired. So is this the secret? Fake it till you make it? Hell no. Stop doing this. Did I get the job? Yes. Was I confident about what to do next? No, I had no idea what I was doing. Y'all, we have got to stop faking it 
till we make it. This mentality gets you this temporary high of stress-induced endorphins, followed by the thought of, oh crap, what do I do next? Boom, back to not feeling confident. So today I'm actually going to be sharing you the secret to long-lasting confidence, and you're going to learn some specific behaviors that you can apply to your life to exude real confidence by truly, truly feeling it on the inside. Because once you learn how to feel truly confident on the inside, it will naturally resonate to the outside. But it starts with the inside. It starts with you. So let's talk about you. Would you say you are a naturally confident person? Do you thrive on faking it till you make it? If you do, how do you feel after? And maybe you are confident and you feel good all the time. And and that's great. That's amazing. But maybe the thought of faking it till you make it makes you stressed out so much that you, you can never even make a move, right? So regardless where you fall in that range of confidence, how did you get there? How did you get there? Ever think about that? Why are some people more confident than others? And it all comes down to nature versus nurture, or should I say nature and nurture. But there's plenty of studies out there that actually prove that some people are actually born more confident than others. It's actually in our DNA. Now, there's nothing you can really do about that, but it is workable. And and we'll get to that in a bit. But let's just start talking about this nurture. How did your upbringing affect your confidence? Have you ever sat down and thought about that? I'm going to give you some examples here. Maybe your parents weren't confident people and you learned to adopt similar behaviors. Perhaps you never learned how to be assertive or cope with healthy competition. So you think failure is normal for you and you take a back seat to somebody and that has become normal for you. Maybe you learned to chase perfection, which is literally impossible to achieve. So anything less than perfection was deemed a failure. So kind of going back to that quote unquote failure. So if all you ever knew was failure after failure, I mean, what do you think that does to your confidence? Were you shamed by others, parents, teachers, peers? if you made a mistake or something like that. So you learned to play it safe where you would never make another mistake, hence never having to feel the shame. Or maybe you even got into trouble if you made a mistake. And what happens is you're left with little to no opportunity to take risks from failure. So two things that hugely, hugely, hugely build confidence. Did you ever get made fun of? You know, words sting. I mean, even as an adult, but especially as a child, especially as a child, because we haven't developed that confidence to truly know ourselves. So we believe what others say. And sometimes that does carry over into adulthood, but it really stings as a kid. And I remember when I was younger, I wore hand-me-downs, not just from my sister, but from my older boy cousin, Joel. And my grandma was this huge garage sailor. So half my clothes came from garage sales and the other half came from either Melissa or Joel, my cousin. So I I didn't really care about clothes. It was never, never anything that I really cared about. But I remember one time in middle school, I was walking home from school with my friend Amy and these two girls who were way more popular than I was, right? You know, that's everything to a 13 year old, but they were walking behind us and they yelled, where's the flood? 
And I'm like, what? And Amy looks me up and down and she's like, well, I mean, your pants are kind of short. Like, why do I remember that? Because people's words sting and they hurt. And that was not even like the biggest deal. But as a kid, you know, I believed them. And, you know, what happens is as children, we we hear these hurtful words and they sting and we believe them and we never overcome this. So as adults, we believe these same stories. We believe other people's hurtful words are true. And this resonates into adulthood as needing approval for others, needing things to be perfect and stressing out when they're not. It results in constant comparison to other people. And this, this right here, this is the problem. Other people. One thing you need to realize is your confidence has nothing to do with other people. It has everything to do with yourself. Just you. And this is amazing because this means that your confidence is completely under your control. Say it out loud. My confidence is under my control. And this is great news. And, and the secret to being confident is yours, right? You rely on nobody else at all. And regardless of whether somebody does it better or doesn't like what you're doing, it doesn't matter because you can master the secret to confidence because your confidence comes from within. And confidence is essential for internal well-being and peace. Oh, peace, right? What would that mean to you? It's necessary for fulfillment, personal fulfillment, not fulfillment of other people. And if you lack confidence, you're going to always be hard on yourself. It's going to affect your progress in whatever you're doing in life, wherever you are. And that lack of confidence will actually inhibit you from making contributions in life, in your own life, in others' lives. So how do you get it? How do you become unconditionally confident? Any guesses? Real quick, any guess. What would you guess? What is the secret? Let me share it with you. Consistency. Were you right? Did you guess that consistency is the secret to being confident? What did you think it was? Perfection? Do you only feel confident when it's perfect? That's not confidence. Oh, do you only feel confident when nobody has done it better? Did you think the secret was being the best? That's not confidence. Unconditional confidence comes from consistency. Think about it. You do something that you believe needs to be perfect or better than somebody else. And what happens when you fail? Likely, you'll internalize the setback, overthink it, and then wallow in self-doubt. Anybody? I'm talking to myself here too. But if your confidence is rooted in others, I'm not saying you'll never be confident, but your confidence will be fleeting. Confidence needs to be consistent. So what can you control consistently in your life to become unconditionally confident? So there's six things I'm going to go over. I'm going to run through these all and then we'll explain them all in a little bit. But you can choose to see things differently consistently. You can consistently compare yourself to only you. Consistently check in with yourself. Cut out the negative self-talk. Cancel perfection and cultivate persistence. So let's just talk about the first one here. Choose to see things differently consistently. 
only being confident or proud when something is perfect or better than somebody else is not true confidence because this type of confidence is out of your control. It relies on others. And that, like we said, is fleeting. This type of confidence leads to the fear of failure when failure actually builds confidence. What? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. So hear me out. Do you have the confidence to change the way you view something? Because you got to see things differently here. The last time you failed at something, did you learn anything? Did you grow? Do you think that instead of nurturing the fear of failing again and never ever trying again, that you might be able to see past your failures and see your past failures as stepping stones towards success. See it differently. It's a stepping stone. So instead of wallowing on what you did wrong, celebrate the fact that one, you actually did it and took a risk. And then two, celebrate all of the things that you did well. I'm sure in even if you chalk it up as a massive quote unquote again failure, there's gotta be a couple of things that you did well couple takeaways. So add these two, you know, the things that you learned and how you grew and apply them both to when you level up and try again next time. And you do this consistently and your confidence goes up. Consistently trying again and consistently doing that by seeing things differently. So number two, compare yourself to Only you. And this is a huge one. It's so huge. We're actually going to be talking about it on a whole episode by itself next week. So tune in next week to overcoming comparison, but start just comparing yourself just to you consistently. You're going to, again, choose to see things differently here too. So you're going to stop comparing yourself to anybody else. Why? Just why? What, What would you think the answer is? Let me break it down because you are nobody else. You're just you, just you. And it's hard. And we see this on social media. You know, all social media is, is a highlight reel of other people's successes. That's all it is. Social media is a lie. Even in real life, you know, take away social media, even in real life, all people talk about on a superficial, you know, level of you know, not close friends or family or anything, but acquaintances and people who you don't even know. Even in real life, all people do is talk about the good things in their life, right? Because people like to brag on themselves. And I mean, who doesn't? And what ends up happening is you take in all of their successes and then you compare them to your failures. Stop comparing everybody else's highlight reels to your behind the scenes. So Stay tuned for that episode next week, but let me just wrap this up here. Only compare yourself to yourself. Where were you a year ago? Where were you a month ago? Take that version of yourself and see where you are now. What worked? What didn't work? You want to know what the key to success is? Successful people constantly and consistently compare themselves not to others, but to past versions of themselves. They see what worked and they do more of it and they see what didn't work and they stop doing it. You can do this and it works best if you do it consistently. Yes. Number three, consistently, you're going to check in with yourself. 
You're going to see what's working, what's not working, and you're going to adjust accordingly. But then you have to adapt and make changes for constant growth. You have to know yourself inside and out so well in order to be confident. Why? Because when someone tries to shake you and tell you who you are because you failed at something or that somebody else is better than you, or they list the other million reasons why they think that you're not good enough, you can say, no, I know who I am. Do you know who you are? If not, start digging. Why do you cringe when somebody criticizes you? Why do you feel like making a mistake is feeling like you're doing something wrong? Where does this need for everything to be perfect come from? Why are you afraid to take action? Why do you fear risk and failure? Spend time with yourself and ask yourself these questions. If you feel a negative emotion, don't shove it under the rug. Ask yourself why you feel that way. And if you don't even know where to start, go back, check out episode 10 that has all kinds of help with this. But you have to know with certainty who you are. And this is actually why I fell in love with the Enneagram, which is the personality test I use in my coaching, because it's such a huge tool in discovering who you are and why you are that way. And even with awareness of certain things, we can begin to overcome hurdles and not just know who we are, but love who we are. And if you need help with that, I would love to help you. And this brings me to my next thing that you need to be consistently doing. And honestly, this might be the most important one. You got to cut out the negative self-talk. Did you know that 80% of our self-talk is negative? 80%. What do you think that does to your confidence if you're constantly talking down on yourself? And if this is a struggle for you, if you constantly say things like, I'm not good enough, they don't like me, I'm a failure, you will never have unconditional confidence. You won't. And look, I'm not saying you can never catch yourself saying these things. I mean, we're humans. We all have bad days. And it's not like we switch on a light like, oh, I'm never going to say mean things to myself anymore ever. Boom. No, it's bringing awareness to this type of self-talk and catching yourself and choosing something else to say to yourself. That's where we start. You know, no more. We're not saying this negative self-talk to us anymore. Instead, we are actually going to choose our words again. Instead of saying, I failed at that, you say instead, hey, I learned a lot and I'm going to give myself grace and celebrate trying something new. So check out episode seven for an entire podcast on changing the way you talk to yourself if this strikes a chord, but you have to consistently talk yourself up and love yourself. No more comparison, no more pity parties, no more perfection, which brings me to the next one. Canceling perfection consistently. So say it out loud. Perfection does not exist. Constant obsession with being perfect will drain your confidence. Whatever confidence that you have, it's going to be drained, period. Because you're chasing something that doesn't exist. Are you only proud of yourself when something comes out perfectly? If so, why? Can you practice being proud of yourself for something that didn't go perfectly? 
Can you actually see something so differently that when you fail, you become proud of the fact that you tried and celebrate the leap you took, even if you had no idea what you were doing? Can you stop fearing making mistakes and stop fearing criticism? Listen, hearing criticism is hard. Getting negative feedback from people is never fun and it really hurts sometimes, but it only hurts your ego. Can you see criticism differently and see it as a tool to help you grow? I mean, if you had something in your teeth and, you know, you think you're walking around all perfect, wouldn't you want somebody to tell you like, hey, you got a little like something in your front tooth, like some salad or something, you know? Yes, in the moment, it's embarrassing. The ego is like, ah, I don't like this. And hopefully they deliver the feedback with a little bit of love, but really that's not up to us. But, you know, more importantly, you end up not walking around all day with food in your teeth, right? Go so far consistently fighting perfection that other people know perfection is not your goal. And they're not going to hurt your feelings if they give you a little feedback to help you grow. Bonus points. Ask for feedback. Ooh, scary, I know. But consistently practice asking for feedback and don't fear it. And then bonus points again. Apply the feedback. And the last consistent thing to do to build your confidence is cultivate persistence. We are not trying to be perfect. We're being persistent. Growth, big or small. Can you commit to being 1% better every single day. That's it. Just 1%. What do you think could happen if you consistently became 1% better every single day? Let's say, you know, you have this goal to run a half marathon. You've never done this before. Now, I know you're not going to expect everything to go perfectly on your first try. You're not going to go out and run a half marathon on day one. No, in order to cultivate persistence, you have to do three things. You have to, one, assess where you are going. Two, You have to know why you do what you do. Three, you have to understand the challenges. So you're going to say, okay, I want to be able to run 13 miles. The vision is this complete half marathon and you connect to the why behind it. Maybe it's always been on your bucket list or it's something that you want to do with a friend or your partner, or maybe you want to run for a cause that's important to you or, or whatever it is. You connect to that reason. So then you need to have that why so you can consistently go back to it when you try and talk yourself out of doing something. So kind of like what we were talking about last week. You got to understand the challenges. Running is hard. You've never done this before. Give yourself a little grace, but understand, hey, maybe it's a bad time of year to run outside. You identify the challenges and then you come up with a plan in advance. When you consistently stick to said plan, you will complete said plan, and then you will have a success, which makes you feel confident. Success on any level drives confidence. So you take your plan and you commit to being 1% better every single day. You go to the gym and you do 10 minutes on the treadmill because it's raining outside because you had that backup plan in advance to go to the gym. You run 10 minutes inside and the next day you go back and you push for 11 minutes. And that last minute, it's a tough one, but it's just a minute. You're not setting this wild expectation on yourself to run a whole half marathon on day one. It's just 1% more. Can you commit to 1% more every single day? 
Do this consistently over and over. And soon, guess what? You're running two miles, three miles, seven miles, 13 miles. Commit to being 1% better every single day. So once again, you got to consistently choose to see things differently. Compare yourself to only you. Check in with yourself. Cut the negative self-talk. Cancel perfection and cultivate persistence. And lastly, in order to start this journey to unconditional confidence, you have to love where you're at. No more faking it until you make it. No more pretending to be somebody who you're not. Whatever you do, do it for you. Figure out your motivator and let that drive your course. Have compassion for yourself and gratitude for everything that has gotten you this far. Connect to yourself and commit consistently to loving yourself along the whole journey. That's where confidence comes from, the journey. Stop waiting to hit whatever milestone in life you need to hit to feel confident. Confidence comes from the consistency of the journey, and that includes consistently loving yourself the whole way. I believe you can create your life. And I believe you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts or inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your And if you love this episode, please subscribe, write a review, share it to one of your friends who might want to feel more confident too. So that would help so, so much to get organic growth with this podcast because we're still new guys. And that's all I have for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things always and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today. I'll talk to y'all soon.